yeah i mean kirby so, games are predominantly short i mean that's not really much pretty short games that's yeah. why i would put it under pikmin you get less hours from it it's probably not as time like thought processing it's probably not a hard well, you game. get the replay value though it's it's just like mario levels too where like mario levels are somewhat short and kirby levels are short too it's just a, it's just one of those like you play fast you know like you just want to like clear a couple mm-hmm. levels and then you put it down because you're like i don't know i'm gonna take a shit for like 10 minutes i'm gonna play a little bit of kirby and play a couple levels same with mario shit for 10 minutes i'm sorry is that too little that's that's, that's long all right wow. I, I mean there's some people in our lives that shit around that you haven't seen my shit friends <laughs> that's true my shit comes out in 0.2 seconds i'm not saying that the people that we know don't take long shits i'm just saying my shit breaks the sound barrier still pretty long <laughs> <laughs> do you even have an I asshole guess, anymore I guess, no it's more like a, it's more like the death star tunnel it's just meant to oh. fire death in yeah. or out <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, Sandra, just because that kid had Cheetos in his nose doesn't mean you gain an extra 15 points, okay? It's it's a flat 30. That's all you're getting for the week. Oh, hey, you two. Have you guys submitted your uh, your pictures for the weirdest customers yet? No, not yet. I got something good. I uh, would need them by the end of today. So we got that sweet $5 gift card to Target, uh, whoever wins this week's uh, weirdest customer. Shit, that's it. <laughs> it's all we can afford. <laughs> you want to go first, Lance? Yeah, mine's better. I think mine's worth at least ten dollars. Anyways, right. check out Let's this picture. It. You see, see this guy? Uh-huh. He kept. He went through the entire cucumber section, and he kept measuring. He take. He took all the cucumbers individually and kept measuring them against his pelvis, and then he kept putting <laughs> them back. He went through the whole stand, and then he finally settled on one. And at the end of my shift, he was back and he returned it. He said, it, and I heard him say that it didn't work right. <laughs> okay, you know what? Customer that wants to fuck himself. I I like it. You know, this gets 80 points. I, I think new high score for the week. That's pretty good. good. How, how, how about you, Punchy? Did you... You gonna submit one this week? Okay, okay. Let me find the picture. Um, so this guy, I don't think anyone saw this guy. Really tall, skinny. Here, look. Uh-huh. That's him right. in that Sonic costume, full body, and he was just standing at the full the front entrance inside the store, eating the hot dogs that he bought. And look, and then I swipe to the next picture. While he was people watching, I he was putting things into people's grocery bags you can see his hand reaching over and nobody noticed next picture i zoom in look he's putting the ketchup packets uh. that he took for free and just place them in the bags i thought i w- would stop him because i thought he was putting trash but when i saw the picture he's adding pennies so it was it was weird i didn't know whether to stop him so i just took a picture and then he left after he ran out of ketchup packets or pennies. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> ah, this is a tough one. But 
Unfortunately, Brian already took a picture of the Sonic guy a couple of days no! ago. No! Uh, but except God, for ketchup packets, back. he was putting mustard packets uh, into it. And that's why we have no more mustard at the, at the cafe. Uh, wow, I really thought this was something, like, you know, rare. Like he was hopping stores or something, because that was fucking weird. We should stop him. I'll, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll go. Fuck but, you! Uh, all right, all right, everyone. That means everyone submitted their pictures, so we're going to announce the winner. So the winner for this week's Weirdest Customer, customer I don't know why I said that in an accent. Customer. Uh, is Tom! Tom with the perfect 100 points because uh, he found a guy uh, in full Big Bird costume and took a fat shit on the floor. But it wasn't brown. It was white. Just like oh. Bird. Pretty weird. Good job, Tom. Fuck Tom. All right. Back to work. Okay. Get, get everyone back to work. Get more customers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hope you clean that up after you took a picture no it's still there it's just staining the floor now it's just <laughs> melting through the tiles I can't believe yeah. someone saw me with the big bird costume on shit <laughs> that was you <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my favorite Thursday of every month it's in my big bird day uh, but hey guys oh my god I just saw something in Jimro that I didn't need to see uh, hey guys welcome back <laughs> to another episode of the We Power Hour the episode or the podcast where we I can't even talk right now because of that fucking <laughs> holy that fucking shit what the fuck is that <laughs> I don't know how to describe this picture I'm looking at it's like Peppy the Frog in like it's, it's the eyelashes uh, it, it, does it have a name Slay. <laughs> Pepe Slay. Okay. Oh, I'm watching the stupid Patrick one where you got nails. Oh my Ew, god. Patrick gets nails. Oh, oh what are we do? Oh, right. Yeah, podcast. Uh, there's a podcast where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, we are in episode 119, and we're filming this on April 24, 2023. If you haven't already, uh, please give us a follow on any of the podcasting apps that you are listening uh, to us on. Uh, follow us on our social media to keep up to date <laughs> on anything that we're doing. Uh, and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> they can't stop looking at the fucking... Oh my god. Discord was a mistake. Now no, Pat no Patrick is slaying. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, so you can watch uh, our live streams or our let's plays or uh, even video versions of the podcast <laughs> um, <laughs> god damn it i really got i can't stop staring at it um let's uh let's jump into this episode we're already a quarter of the way through of the spring season it's been a pretty good uh set of anime uh for this season for us uh but before we get into all that anime talk uh deep diving on those episodes uh let's hit the latest news of the week first uh if you were a fan of bochi the rock and uh the band uh kesko band uh kesoko band uh they have announced a brand new single during the special uh live event that was held in hula called tokyo this past sunday uh this release will contain two new songs that is slated to release on may 24th hell yeah uh, and a live event will also be held on May 21st on the Zep Haneda Tokyo and the visual for that. Uh, 
nice. that live event's happening. So they are going full force uh, with Boti the Rock, uh, these four girls. And I mean, the voice actresses, they're probably going to get a lot of uh, this kind of thing uh, going for the next couple of years until what can only mm-hmm, assume mm-hmm. is a season two of Boti the Rock. I think heck yeah. I think we're on that train now where they're going to keep this ball rolling as long as possible. Uh and I can't wait. I feel like they are pretty set for a movie too. I think I think they have all the pieces together to really make something That'd be great. Like them going to like I don't know like Tokyo Dome and being able to perform uh live in front of tens and thousands of uh, people. I feel like that's like a pretty good movie uh setup for them to to get to. So uh great to see if you haven't seen it yet uh 12 episode season that came out in the fall uh last year so uh check it out we the really people like love that. a hero that sucks man <laughs> yeah yep a hitori bochi that sucks and is relatable if and it's she's not relatable, cute too yeah because we all suck that's all you need to have a successful show uh and then uh in uh final news for us this week uh, Crunchyroll is releasing quite a bit of anime movies uh, in the next uh, month. So if you haven't seen them yet, this is your chance to see them now. The movies that just got re- released recently. Uh, the time I got reincarnated as a slime, uh, the Scarlet Bond movie that got released, I think, late last year. Uh, nice. To every you I loved before and to me, the one who loved you. I believe these movies came out at the same time and you need to watch them both to see the full connection. Oh, uh, got that good old Pokemon red and blue. Yeah, like a sport. Yeah, yeah, kind of forcing you to watch both. Yeah. Uh, if you love the quintuplets, uh, they got a movie as well, and it kind of uh, finished things off for them. Uh, we did talk about it before on a previous episode. We weren't too high on it, but I mean, the girls are cute. So that's something. <laughs> Uh, nice sketch Gundam. there, Peter. Real I, good. I, I, I mean, they really <laughs> I gotta really watch it now. Uh, Mobisu Gundam and uh, the I believe the final part of Free, uh, the final show. Wow. Part one and Damn, two. this thing has not finished yet. Uh, I believe this is it. Stroke. I, I believe the movie's ending everything. Yeah, they know uh, and then I marketing. believe Suzume uh, is supposed to come out soon on, on Crunchyroll as well. Uh, so uh, there'll be a lot of movies for you guys to check out. Uh, on the Country Row app. Not sponsored, though. Sponsor us, please. It'll be nice. It'll be kind of nice. Uh, <laughs> Why would they do that when we shit talk we them so constantly? We so shit on them so much. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, but there you go. That's the latest news of the week. Uh, if there are any news articles you guys want us to check out and talk about on the podcast, you can always email us at thewepower.gmail.com or you can DM us on our social media uh, and we'll check it out and maybe we'll talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on and go into our next segment it is the media roundup of the week uh, it's a segment where we talk about anything we watch read or play that isn't from this current season's anime uh, we got two movies on deck uh, for this media roundup uh, so we're going to start out with uh, uh, the movie we just mentioned earlier or Suzume uh, this is the third installment of the Makoto Shinkai universe I don't, I don't really know uh what what he calls it the but it, it is his, yeah his brand so this is his third movie i went to watch it over the weekend uh with matt my roommate uh and i don't want to go too deep into it because i uh, like i said earlier the movie should be coming out soon on streaming platforms so all of us will get a chance to be able to watch it uh down the road 
uh, to deep dive into a little bit more. Uh, surface level, it's fucking pretty. If it, it was really good to watch it in theaters, I haven't watched a, the other two Makoto Shinkai movies in theater yet. So to see it on the big screen and how beautiful it is, uh, you really, you really forget how great uh, Makoto Shinkai is and his team. But in terms of story, I don't know. It's very different from your name and weathering with you, where there's very like couple heavy based where it's it's the boy and the girl and their adventures together and how uh uh, you know they overcome stuff they of course there is like you know a main boy main girl here but it's definitely all about suzume uh in this movie more action-packed more fantasy based there's a lot more monsters and uh the the doors lead to like all these crazy worlds and stuff like that there's a worm and yeah this it's more fantastical than weathering with you and uh your name uh, in I mean, weathering with you was already like getting. Well, they, they both actually were creeping into like supernatural, yeah. which magic in the world. Yeah, they they hmm. and it's and it and it came more apparent around the end for those two movies. You know, with the weird like time traveling and your name, and then the whole water body thing with weathering with you and mm-hmm. uh, her turning into water. But this one was like right from the gate, uh, supernatural, fantasy, action packed, uh, a lot of running, a lot of fighting. Uh, a lot of different monsters so uh it really was a different turn uh for the series i don't think it has any connection with weathering with you and your name i know they're very loosely connected uh those first two movies but this one is like i still gotta watch a youtube video someone's done it's it. probably still in the same universe somehow yeah it's it's definitely like because i i believe it's supposed to be current year japan uh, so it is uh, of its time and they still talk about the remnants of the tsunami that happened uh, 11 years ago and everything like that because I think Weathering With You was uh, also referenced the tsunami and how it destroyed a lot of uh, parts and prefectures of Japan so uh, they still go through that so man this world's fucked yeah if, if anything I give Makoto Shinkai credit for uh, is the fact that he uses Japan uh, as a reference to everything uh, to build his world is very, you know, is it, it, it hit home, uh, especially for people who probably live in Japan and can see, oh, this area was devastated. I understand because I lived in that area and now I see this uh, being played in a, in a movie like this where it looks amazing. So that connection there has been great. Uh, but my ranking... I think your name is still number one. I don't think anything is going to beat that. That that thing blew it out of the water, oh, and set the 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 bar high way too well. I think I'll give Suzume number two, and I think it's only because I like it more. I don't think it's story wise better better than Weathering with You, but there's just something about Suzume that uh, felt more fun to watch than Weathering with You. So that's a close two and three, uh, and I cried. Uh, Susan May fucking hit the the mother angle. The mother angle always fucking gets me, and I cried. So they know what gets you. Yeah. So uh, we'll definitely watch it when do. it comes out Mommy on streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and we'll daddy issues, a lot of issues. Dive. Yeah, just a lot of issues. A lot going on in there, huh? Uh, we'll definitely deep dive into it later. So, uh, but a movie that we all did watch together uh, that we can deep dive on uh, for this week. Uh, the Kaguya-sama movie, the f- first kiss that never ends. Uh, this is a bridge between season three and potentially season four, the final season. Uh, not unless they sp- somehow split that into uh, two seasons, but we're pretty much almost there. 
to the to the end uh, for Kage Sama, but I'm just gonna open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, how'd you guys like uh, the Kage Sama movie? Well, the animation quality was about as good as the normal anime, which is to say, mm-hmm. really good. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Personally, when I read the manga, this was my least favorite arc to go through, and I was really impressed that they actually made it a really fun watch into the movie form. The voice acting, the music, the and of course, you know, the little extra sprinkle of animation they add to really mm-hmm. bring the manga to life. They nailed it. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I think I don't know how to objectively like critique the the genre because it's a romance and I think every form of art has their own interpretations of what love is, what love should be, and like how it can be at its best. I just think that this show and like the author took such a such a vague for most of the times concept of what love is and how to approach it in a very like they're all kids technically, but the way that they portrayed it I felt like was a really great just portrayal of how I'm not talking about the show where they're constantly at each other's neck and how love literally is a battle, but mm-hmm. um, the whole like committing to each other, wanting to show your most vulnerable, vulnerable self. Side. That's not something yep. you think about as a high schooler. Yeah. Is, like you do not think about that. And if you do, then you're way ahead of the game. You probably matured way too fast and you yeah. just like have a ton of issues. No yeah. <laughs> oh, kind of like the two these kids do. They have yeah. incredible yeah. issues. Real- realistically, it never, it never will be that case most of the time. But I think that's the that's the fun in it is that you know they have these mature thoughts that you know we mm-hmm. would have in our twenties and thirties and forties and so on and so forth. But in high school, where it's kind of almost amplified a little bit, where like it's not only just about your relationships with other people but it's about you know your school life and having to figure that out and figure out what you want to do in life i mean you know Mm -hmm. when we were in high school i don't know about you guys but i had no idea what the fuck i wanted to be or what i wanted to do i knew oh yeah did you but then i eventually found out that i didn't want to do it (laughs) yeah so uh i had no idea but it's a journey you know and to, to like add all that on top of it and plus the amount of determination hard work both of those characters go through shiragane and kaguya Mm -hmm. to just you know be present in the moment it's uh you know it it makes for a great story you know but obviously it's still unrealistic i mean like the stuff they go through is stuff like we could go through now as adults but fuck at least they're kids they don't have to pay rent they don't have to worry about so much adult stuff they they could focus on school and themselves i mean shiragane uh deals with a lot of shit yeah kids as age don't deal with too yeah so i think the anime does a good job of making it feel anime like like it's ridiculous but when you take each aspect of the characters and the hardships that they go through i think for the most part everyone can relate to and i think that's why the high school genre is so popular in japan because everyone can understand the struggle of like having to study having to work with the system having to grind Mm -hmm. even if you're older you're like, yeah. oh yes. If it's not school, then work now. 
mm-hmm. family relationships or social la- relationships. Yeah, or just trying to fit in into a certain group or a certain society because you don't want to get left behind or you feel insignificant. You would try to make something yourself, and you know these two characters they they really bend uh, to what other people. Uh, perceive of them because they don't want to be perceived in a different way. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of heavy stuff. Uh, luckily, Kage-sama still somehow wraps it in like a nice little comedic bow to make it easier to digest. Very different from you know a show that we had this season, Oshinoko, with the same writer, uh, because you know Oshinoko doesn't have like I wouldn't say sugar coat, but doesn't have, it doesn't ease you in on those. Uh, those kind of heavy life stuff. It just kind of keeps throwing it at you where Kage-sama, I feel like that's why everyone loves uh, this series so much. And probably one of their favorite rom-coms is that even with the heavy stuff, they can still find the silver lining and everything. That that one scene with the, they were fighting over the present and it was a fucking kendama. I mean, that was gotta be like the weirdest gift that you think you could possibly get for someone on, 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 a, on a white elephant for Christmas. But it's those silly moments that, you know, made everything for them uh, and made them, for that one moment at least, put down their guard and, and realize that, you know, they, they do love each other and all the external stuff shouldn't get in the way of that kind of kind of aspect. So, and, the, and then they had a nice date with Chica following them around and trying to find them. <laughs> yup. Bitches love kendamas. If that's the one thing to take away from this movie, it's the truth. Sure. Uh, also, I do have to say, uh, A1 Pictures, I feel like they do so much extra work, but that but that opening sequence where, it was, I mean, basically it was like ooh, a new opening ooh, yeah. uh, for just the movie alone where they were like dancing on this like uh, love concert stage and stuff like that. And they're all dressed in fancy clothes and stuff. Uh, didn't need it, you know, like it wasn't really uh, something that uh, helped the movie out in terms of story progression, but god damn it looked great uh are the boy my boy's back uh masayuki suzuki fucking singing another opening for kaguya-sama he's pretty much the king oh yeah of uh rom-coms now because i i like the next big rom-com that comes out he better be the one on that fucking soundtrack because uh just it's music to my ears every time i hear that man's voice so yeah it's identifies yeah, that opening animation felt like such a love letter to all the fans like you like our shit we like you liking our shit here. Yeah. You like this? You love this. I, I think if you slow it down, you can pot you can see like a lot of Easter eggs that were like uh from past scenes on. or past uh, past storylines. And I think I think maybe like a couple of future storylines too kinda kinda drop oh. a little foreshadowing and stuff like that. And we saw a little foreshadowing with the senpai, Subami senpai yeah. a little oh, bit yeah. at the end. So I remember Lance pointed that out, and I was like, "Huh, interesting. I wonder if they're gonna OVA? bring that up again on season four because that that's that oh, was a pretty season? big moment, yeah. Uh, to kind of just gloss over and have just like a weird, blurry vision of it. So, oh yeah, they definitely rearranged some of the the story elements, which I imagine is gonna come up in the next season rather than yeah. tackle it all, try to jam it all into one movie, which I think was smart." Yeah, so uh, good connection. Definitely can't wait to see what season four uh, has for us and the crazy animation uh, that they do. Because man, Kaguya parkouring was 
uh, not on my bingo card for <laughs> when I was going to watch a Kage Sama movie on what, what, what I expected to see. So uh, I expect more of that crazy stuff uh, in season four. Okay. Uh, with that, that is the media roundup of the week. If there's anything you guys want us to watch or read, uh, you can always DM us or uh, send it to us on an email. Uh, we can check it out and maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's take a break from all the anime talk and play a little game we like to play here called Take 5. Uh, here's how the game works. Uh, every week we pick a topic and five items pertain to that topic. Uh, we put five minutes on the clock and then we try to convince each other what is the best and what is the worst uh from those five items and then uh you the fans at home uh can agree with our rankings or you can tell us uh what how you would rank these five items and why it's better than our ranking so uh for this week's topic uh it's gonna be best nintendo ips part one uh so these are the five that are gonna duke it out uh for this week uh mario super smash bros donkey kong Kirby and Pikmin. So five minutes on the clock. Uh, we're gonna describe. We're gonna try to rank and not kill each other. Uh, what is the best and what is the worst of these five IPs? I mean, we're not gonna kill each other because it's very obvious that. Don't put my Pikmin down on five. You son of a okay, bitch. I'm okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, compare compared to these other four. I guess it doesn't have the big nostalgic value of the '90s that Pikmin has because it's more of a 2010 kind of game so also well there's a so much different than the other games there's a lot of different ways that you can compare them but how many games each has is that the is the quantity of games make things how better does the quality how's yeah, the, the actual value gameplay game. how does each franchise appeal to their fans how much merch they have some games just don't have merch. I know none of these on the list don't have merch, but uh, I mean, we're talking about merch. I mean, Pikmin's on the bottom. I, I think I've only seen like maybe a total of like a handful of Pikmin toys working at working in the retail store. Mm-hmm. The Pikmin games are good. Like yeah, no, I, I I think they're, they're good. good. I just not as marketable as the other four because I mean, Super Smash Bros. The competition itself is already marketable. I mean, so many different tournaments and uh, Evo and uh, the widespread of pro gamers that help promote the series in general. Because, I mean, people still talk about Melee. Melee's like, what, 15, 16 years old now? It's, I mean, right. that, that series has staying power. But are we ranking by based off how much money they make or by how we feel? I, I mean, don't. it's how we feel. I mean, if it's just by money, then I could just basically pull up the numbers and then just uh, arrange the order right, but right do here you, now. You actually feel like Pikmin is the, quote, worst game out of these? Yes. As much as I love Pikmin, I, I mean, about the three of us, I'm the biggest Pikmin fan. Subjectively, I can't say they're better than the other four. So I think I would put Kirby under Pikmin personally. That's coming from a person who hasn't played a lot of Kirby. Personally, I think I think I would put Kirby as the yeah. If I'm you saying so? which one do I have the most but fun it's, playing? It's a lesser platformer game than Mario. It's cute. It's marketable for sure. You can but make when a I look at it. Kirby games, I'm like, most of the time they're side scrollers, which is fine. But of actual substance, I'm unsure. I tier it the same way as I tier oh, what's that game? The Yoshi. 
Yoshi Woolly, Yarn World. Yeah, Yoshi Woolly, Woolly World. World. Yeah, and then there was the Kirby. Epic there was yarn. something. There's some yes. yarn. Yes. Arts that, that was a weird set of yeah of games back to back like that. That's my impression because the last Kirby game I I should have played the newest one on the Switch. I heard um, that, is that one is a cut above all the rest. Yeah. I've also heard that it's super short. Yeah, I mean Kirby so, games are predominantly short. I mean that's not really are much. Pretty short games. That's yeah. why I would put it under Pikmin. You get less hours from it. It's probably not as time, like thought processing. It's probably not a hard. But he's game. got the replay value though. It's it's just like Mario levels too, where like Mario levels are somewhat short. And Kirby levels are short too. It's just a, it's just one of those like you play fast. You know, like you just want to like clear a couple mm -hmm. levels and then you put it down because you're like, I don't know, I'm going to take a shit for like 10 minutes. I'm going to play a little bit of Kirby and play a couple levels. Same with Mario. Shit for 10 minutes? I'm sorry, is that too little? That's a lot. That's this long. Oh, really? Wow. I, I mean, there's some people in our lives that shit around that. You haven't seen my shit, friends. <laughs> my shit comes out in 0.2 seconds. I'm not saying that the people that we know don't take long shits. I'm just saying. My shit breaks the I mean, sound it's barrier. It's still pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> do you even have an asshole anymore? No, it's more like it's more like the Death Star tunnel, just meant to oh. fire death in or out. <laughs> okay, can I can I say something a little bit um what controversial? What's controversial. That's what this segment is for. I've never played Donkey Kong. What? I've well, seen a lot of gameplay games. of it, but I've actually never played a Donkey Kong game myself. For the platformers are really good. I mean, it originates from the NES. People say it's the king of platformers, like even more fun than Mario. Oh, because the the controls just feel tighter, especially like with Donkey Kong Country. Mm -hmm. But when we venture out into the 3D platform, that's when that's when it loses steam. Because Donkey Kong has never been a 3D, yeah, except for the 64 Cube, version. And that Donkey was Kong like... really sunk, and then they tried on the Wii. And I think the Switch game that is the most recent has been the same. Which is a report of the Wii, I think. The Tropical right. Freeze. Uh, but that's probably like the quintessential Donkey Kong Country side-scrolling game. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, Mario is just a different animal because just the 3D aspect really puts it above the rest. But I'm kind of not surprised you, don't, you haven't played Donkey Kong because you're not much of a platformer. Platform. Not really, no. Player. So it's a... I've heard difficult game. Oh yeah, that's the other thing I heard. Is it's easy. a pretty tough game, or not? It's not like Kirby where you can close your eyes and press right? B. Yeah, and Kirby will just fireball everything to death. The the curve, the learning curve is like it ramps up uh, pretty quickly. Two was a nightmare sometimes to try to get under control with the Dixie and Diddy, and uh, trying to use like their the new aspects of those two guys uh, to try to go through all the levels. At this point in my life, I don't play a lot of video games. I've actually bought a lot of video games nowadays, and I I don't even open them. Like I just bought Octopath Traveler, and I have not opened it. <laughs> I played like you guys know. I played like a half hour of Arceus. I haven't played any more of that. It's the single player games that get you now, because multiplayer games or co op games, you have no problem sinking thousands and thousands of hours into it. It's probably because we're pulling our friends away from video games that our friends and us don't play single player games as much. I've noticed that when people take a break from Discord, they're like, I played this game. Good for you. I've been on Discord every yeah. day for the past <laughs> year. 
almost. Yeah, that's true. My interest is Every more day. towards like things that we can all do together yeah. versus like just you know playing a switch on my own. We are social animals. Yeah, whether we like it or not, and I I don't mind it. I don't mind um like moving away from video games because I find other things to you know give me joy, like my make friends. But um, and by friends he means D and D. Yeah, my friends. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <D&D>. <laughs> um, but if I had to pick one game that I would be curious about playing uh, on this list at this point, sorry, Johnny, it's not Super Smash Bros. It's Pikmin. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Pikmin is the one game that's intriguing enough to me at my age um, that I'd still would be curious to play. Yeah, well, because it has the the strategy aspect to it. Yeah, I think that's what appeals to you it. the most. Um, and it's just like the economy and just trying to uh, trying to figure out how to control an army and how when to grow pigmen, when to make them yeah. stronger, when to yeah. attack. Allocating and when resources. To, and also yeah, so. learning. I like learning about weird yeah. things. And pick, uh, one part, think, aspect pigment is learning. I think the objectively pigment has more aspects of it that are replayable. Like everything that you mentioned, Peter, uh, I don't think you can get Okay, wait. Now that it's now that I'm saying it, I realize that there are speedrunners who find extreme replayability and find like the most nuanced things too. But are those like time. the normal so, people? Those I are mean, for most of these series, humans. Y- yeah, you could say you could say that for all the speedrunners, even Pikmin speedrunners. That's true. They're speedrunning for literally everything. But right yeah. at, at the game at its That's core, you just take the game and nothing that you put rules around. I think Pikmin has that. Or yeah. like, let me try this different strategy, and then you play the yeah. whole game through the end and see how fast you can go through, which is, I guess, really the same thing for the game. This is interesting. Take five. The more I think about it, I'm <laughs> this like, this is kind of a big brain. Going take in five. circles. It's not so carnal. Because we could it's go scientific. We could go negative IQ and say, uh, Super Smash Bros at the top because everyone plays it. And or, I like, I like yeah. punch yeah. characters. It yeah. has everything. You can play with your friends. It's a party game. Uh, like, there's so much. I it's I don't think service. anyone would disagree that we put Super Smash Bros. Unless you're an active hater of Super yeah. Smash Bros. Or you think you know you have good reason for the other games. I think I think you're on to Pikmin as fifth, but like I just don't agree with that because Kirby to me is just like I mean yeah not, not trash but like on the bottom of the list the shelf the the more Kirby pre-owned games than Pikmin pre-owned games, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get what you mean. Just just the fact that like Kirby is I guess for us as as like hardcore gamers in quotations, Kirby is like I'm definitely the not. easiest out of the five. Like it, it is I don't want to see brain dead, but I mean it's, it's not rocket science. Yeah. It's meant it's, for kids. I totally get what you there's mean. There's no going It's exactly the, um, the audience that's meant to attract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Pigment, well. on the other hand, it's like it's almost like XCOM a little bit, where it's just like you got to really <laughs> oh, you gotta hunker no, down nothing, and really understand. Like XCOM. Pikmin, I think, is fun. XCOM is pain. It's pain. Well, <laughs> I mean, there are some levels in Pikmin 2 where it is. That's you, what, you those are the levels that are specifically you want to challenge. XCOM, yeah, yeah. you're just you're yeah, on it's easy just difficulty, and they're like, one. "Hey, how yeah. about Games you get for- fucked? Fuck you!" First level of the game. Fuck you. Oh yeah. god, early game hell is real. It's a wonder yeah. anyone finishes the game. 
it's hard to get 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 the ball rolling in, in the beginning parts. But Pikmin, yeah, there's there's just some kind of weird fascination with just being able to control a hundred little mm-hmm. aliens and trying to figure out how to allocate time and effort, real time strategy, real time yeah. strategy. Yeah, I love like that when they shit. lift the the dead bodies and bring it back to the <laughs> bring it back to their hive. Such a morbid t- game. <laughs> turn into yeah. more foot soldiers to keep consuming yeah, yeah. everything inside fertilizer <laughs> but yeah. uh i do like the world of pikmin now though you feed the army <laughs> uh i do like the world of pikmin though because it's yeah. just our world but just the lore is fun you know shrunk yeah shrunk yeah so it's like it's like what it's like bugs life or like ants and stuff like that where you just see like gigantic things in their world but it's just like mm-hmm. a bottle cap uh for 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 us in in, in a nutshell so that's why i always enjoy pikmin too the most even though it's the hardest one out of the three because you pick up treasures in that game that's like the main uh yeah. story plot is that you're trying to pay back debt that you occurred uh as you were trapped on that pikmin uh planet so uh all oh. the little trinkets that you pick up on treasures are actually real things in real life but they name it like something different yeah because it's an alien looking mm-hmm. at them and it's trying an to alien understand what it doesn't is. know what it is you would have the funniest descriptions for like mm-hmm. the weirdest things like oh so. he finds a double a battery but for him it's huge so he's like so he calls it unlimited power because, <laughs> because my my scanners find that this battery source could power an entire one of my cities for a millennium yeah it's uh <laughs> it, it's just like a very cute way to see a different mm-hmm. aspect of our own world so uh I think for sure, I, I'm pretty sure we were all in agreement. Pikmin would definitely be a game we would like to do a Let's Play series on and uh, go around that world and see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, I'm okay with Pikmin being at four. I feel like Mario is like a standard at three. I was actually going to argue Super Smash at three yeah. and try to debate on the Mario and Donkey Kong because... Tails all this time. I think most of the Kirby games are similar. Like yeah. in terms of gameplay. They only had that Wave Rider. That was the only thing real different about Kirby. Oh, I don't, oh and yeah, then they, the They the, never the, did it again. Never the did eating it again. sweets, the new one on the Switch where you like compete uh, to eat a oh. shit ton. I play I played that at GameStop for like one minute when you were buying your stuff. Uh, I game oh, stopped the last it? time yeah. I went. Yeah, they oh, had it on demo. It sucked. <laughs> was your hands sticky yeah, after you touched controllers? So, Probably. well, no, because my hands were already sticky to begin with. Oh, but, you're the um, one who made it sticky. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, I don't. I, I don't know if I just did like a single player Kirby or Fall just guys? like a Hell yeah. whatever demo. Yeah, but uh, it was yeah, it was just like it was like Fall Guys, where it's just like you just race from Insanity. point A to point B. Yeah. You pick up yep. uh fruits and vegetables, fruits along the way, and you get faster and fatter. You just try to knock each other mm-hmm. off and try to get mm-hmm. there. It was pretty. Meh. Probably could be a good mobile game. Awful to play. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that could be but a good mobile game for sure. My point was the bottom three don't have a lot of varying IPs, whereas Mario has like a fucking DDR game. They have okay. The, yeah, that's uh, all true. the builder game. They have the, the builders. Right. right? All, they have variants. Donkey Kong is kind of in that same ballpark. Because I can think drums. of the conga, yeah, the the bongo drum. Oh games, yeah, the bongo drum. Sorry, yeah. I personally fucking loved, but in my opinion, it was a pretty shit game. But it was on the GameCube. But it had like, yeah, not a lot of songs. The Mario DDR objectively better. But I think those two are a good candidate to actually debate about. 
like compare. They've been rivals for forever yeah. now. So, and in the for, movie, <laughs> <laughs> for it to come down to this, I mean, if it's between those two, I I can't. I mean, Mario is number one at that point. Just that's the golden child of Nintendo, and everything about it uh, just screams it's better. I think the characters are better in Mario than it is in Donkey Kong. Even though I love Cranky Kong and Funky Kong, I like the no, can- no Candy Kong. No, she scares me. Actually, I I I, I feel she's like terrifying. Yeah, I, I feel like she'll rip me in half. Yeah, because she's like the, that crazy strong we're talking about characters both ips have a bad guy reptile so i can't pick one. Oh, you got bowser, bowser and then you have king, king k, k. Roll. roll and i'm like i love well, both well bowser's a husband material king k roll <laughs> is a menace <laughs> he just fat because he's got that pop so belly. i gotta say mario's better yeah I guess- bowser's just big boned you know, it's kind yeah, of tricky because like is great. Bowser's part of the package of Mario, and by default, I feel like that just kind of makes Mario better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you and make a hard, hard easy, argument. A hard argument for an easy answer. Yeah, and I think yeah. like wow. Donkey Kong yeah. doesn't have the RPG games that Mario has had, and those RPG oh, games from Mario, shit nowadays, and like yeah, some more oh. RPG. Like they have expanded the idea of certain characters: Bowser, Peach, Luigi, like all the yeah. side characters on top of Mario. Uh, that makes me think like, oh, I oh know these God. characters are so much more because they were given a voice in the RPG. Where like obviously in the regular mm-hmm. mainline series, you just you know it's one or two lines. So they've got Luigi's Mansion and Toads. Yeah whatever game captain treasure tracker yeah and i guess yoshi yoshi has his own set of line there is just a lot it's a little unfair but at least uh the donkey kong ip i think it it, there's that game diddy kong racing that's donkey kong right even though yeah yeah i mean that was a big rival to mario Mario kart at that time like rare was just fucking banger after banger because yeah. the air uh racing made it pretty out there yeah yeah which i mean mark hart sort of took uh after that with like the whole like hover hover yeah. crafting wheels and stuff like that so uh but yeah did, they just but did mario have a 1990s cartoon mostly cgi oh that's right that yeah was... you say 1990 1997 uh and donkey kong talked the whole time i remember that donkey kong country tv series that thing was amazing oh see king k rule is literally i know donkey kong is just a oh my god i totally forgot they're all just monkeys king k rule is just an alligator oh my god banana slamma You may smack it once. Oh my god, oh my god, I totally forgot about this. Oh god. It's like I'm watching like a Newgrounds video. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like someone just got off the assets from Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, and they just put it all together. They definitely rotoscoped some of that. 
Oh. <laughs> oh my god. No one has pants on. Nope. They all just ass hanging out. Anthropomorphic. Yep. Ooh, we should watch that. Not a now that I think about it, no. they both had a TV series. Even Mario had that that weird Oh Super like Mario Super Show. Yeah. Super Show. And that was that was fucking yeah. man, all those Nintendo IPs had fucking TV shows. Now I'm, I remember Spaghetti. the link one too now. So <laughs> Well, I think uh, that TV show puts Donkey Kong a little bit lower now, now that that's <laughs> re-entered in my brain. I'm no, sorry, Donkey I'm Kong. Sorry, that's DK. Worse sorry, than Super Smash. You know what? Maybe it's under pick. <laughs> no, Donkey Kong. Yeah, no, I come to think of it. <laughs> like, is Donkey Kong a- actually the worst? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, none of us have played the platformers, have we? I played the NES, but oh, a Donkey Kong. I was a child. Yeah, I played them all. Donkey Kong. I played it once in a hotel them room. All? Except for sixty-four, Donkey Kong sixty-four, the 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 three D, oh, the good one. Oh, the really good God. one. Because I never had oh. the cartridge as a kid, and then when when I got older and I wanted to play the emulator, I heard about the crazy collection that you have to do, and I just remember, oh shit, it's a rare game. They love making collecting the one of the main the aspects events, of the game, yeah. and I can't. After Banjo Kazooie and how much collecting you got to do in that game, Ooh. I just, I just oh, it's can't. Like, it's I, so there much. There was a video that calculated or something. I just remember Donkey Kong being maybe around twice or three times more than Banjo Kazooie or something yeah, stupid. Yeah, I, like be- I believe Donkey Kong still has the world record for most collectibles in a video game there's like eight characters how many is in the dk rub at least five i think you play like six different uh kongs and they all have like their own special powers and then you have to use them all to collect bananas and whatever meadows and there's so much so uh yeah okay so does donkey kong get pushed down all the way down the fourth and move everyone else up I don't know. You're the only one that played the the platformers. I've played DK64. I played the Donkey Kong Congo game. I've played the NES. I haven't played any of the recent ones, so I wouldn't be able to be like, oh yeah, they've done so much and improved it. I have no idea. I've only seen reviews. I don't know if it's hard either. Well, Tropical Freeze is harder. I think that's the quintessential side-scrolling Donkey right. Kong game. Okay, okay. Now, graphics are amazing. The levels are very intricate the and music's good I know. the music's fantastic okay. i mean donkey kong music is always fucking a banger True. um but i don't mind putting it fourth because i, I actually think super smash Bros. should be up a little bit higher and it's only because of the potential yeah. of the cinematic universe that we talked about last week super smash Bros. already got that ball rolling and i feel like it's it's like a slam dunk once they decide that we're gonna make a movie off of what we did in super smash bros because uh, I don't know about you guys, but Brawl was, I think, my favorite. And it's only because of that subspace emissary story mode. Because uh, I just thought, what a fucking oh. awesome idea to bring all these characters together for this gigantic story arc uh, to try to defeat, like, essentially, they're, they're Thanos uh, of their world. Right. Uh, you know, and I just thought that was fantastic. There's, I mean, the storylines weren't really that complicated, but just the way they paired up different characters from different IPs that you never mm-hmm. thought they should be together, but they were together. And I, I just mm-hmm. thought that was fantastic to to see that. And I would love to see that in a movie. And I, I think there's potential uh, in that. So 
I'd also pick Ninjas. Yeah, the way they like design the characters too in Smash Brothers, it's always really, really fucking good and yeah. true to the original game. And it's like they're actually there. And Brawl had like a more like grittier feel to it. Yeah. Like a lot of the characters weren't really popping off in terms of like color. There were a lot there was a lot more darker shades yeah. and a little bit dirtier. Even Kirby with how pink he is. Yeah. It's a little light a little bit the like mood darker there shade. Was, darker, hey, yeah. Here's all these characters. I don't care where they're from. They're gonna kick ass though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got that cross really kill. well. So that was always fun. I always enjoyed uh that aspect. Uh, just go be able to be like different characters and different storylines and uh, trying to fight uh, through it all. And it got much worse, worse after that for me. So I, I've, I've like jumped off the Super Smash Bros. train after Brawl. Yeah, pretty, Wii U was kind of. Yeah, the Wii, the 3DS, and they were trying to add new characters, and I was just like, I, I want honestly, I wanted another story mode. I wanted, I wanted something to to feel like. Uh, connecting all these characters to, together meant something. So maybe that's just like the Street Fighter Tekken uh, guy in me from the from the nineties, where like you know storyline wasn't like that overly complicated. It's but... because you got a taste of the good life with Brawl, and you just yeah. couldn't go back. And that's how yeah. I kind of felt couldn't too. Go back. So haven't haven't bought a Smash game since we you I think. Yeah, no matter how much we begged you. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. But uh, yeah, I don't mind dropping Donkey Kong down to four. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, how's this list look? Does it look okay enough? I vibe with this because I like beating my friends up in video games. That's how this is tiered for me. Oh, yeah. Maybe Kirby a little bit higher up if you can beat people up in like the fat game. Uh, it's not really beating people up there's like a certain amount of like per it's personal when you yeah when true. you beat somebody super smash bros that's actually how me and plinchy became friends was um <laughs> you were using Are you sure? <laughs> i think so that was like Is the first time I... we were playing divinity before wait no we played oh. super smash bros oh, oh, first long. Super smash bros yeah. first long. Um, super smash bros um, that's right ultimate came out and then I was using Donkey Kong a lot. You were using someone infuriating. King K. Rule. Yeah, I, I didn't know how much I hated King K. Rule until you started playing him. He's the fucking king. Yeah. Well, Donkey Kong's. I mean, he's the babe. But um, <laughs> I thought that would be enough to carry me, but not always. <laughs> oh, what would you, you do to him but uh, <laughs> anyways yeah so i do have a soft spot in my heart for super smash bros after all this time yeah i think nostalgic value still carries quite a bit for that one so uh okay i think we are in agreement for this ranking so here are the results for best nintendo ips uh part one uh coming in at fifth place kirby Fourth place, Donkey Kong. Third place, Pikmin. Second place, Super Smash Bros. And then at first place, uh, Super Mario. Uh, so let us know down below if you agree with these rankings uh, and what is your favorite Nintendo IP. We definitely have a part two. I don't know if it's going to be next week or sometime soon. Uh, they're, they're, Nintendo's made so many IPs. It's so easy to pick uh, so many. That when, when I was trying to find like Sony and Xbox, I was like... Pfft down the drain from mm. there so 
uh, there you go. Uh, that is your take five for this week. Uh, let's jump into our last segment uh, for this week. Uh, it is the We Power Spotlight of the Week for the Spring 2023 season. Uh, we are on week three now. So we are a quarter of the way done uh, uh, with these shows that we have. Uh, before we get started, uh, just to let you guys know, we dropped Tony Kaku Kawaii season two. Uh, we didn't watch it this week. Uh, kind of felt like it's probably going to be the same old, same old. So, you know, we'll probably still watch it from time to time, but there probably won't be really much stuff to talk about. I don't think we even talked about it at all uh, since we started uh, this season. Uh, so just to let yeah, you guys know, really. that's what's, yeah, that's what got dropped. Uh, so that is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven show we have dropped now uh, to go along with uh, Yuri's My Job, Holy Loving Your Mind at Night. Level 9999. What God Does in a World Without Gods, Michelle, uh I Got a Cheat Skill, and Two Cute Crisis. So those are the seven shows that got dropped out. Uh, so we're down to 12 shows now, I believe, if I did my math right. Uh, so uh, if you don't know what this segment is, this is where we deep dive into the current season anime uh, to allocate time we have trivia questions uh for these two to compete over to see uh who gets to choose what anime to talk about first um let's get these buzzes ready you guys want to roll your dice to see who gets to go first uh, yeah sure uh here are your categories uh for this week uh translate this anime move Basically, I just have an anime move in Japanese, and you got to translate it in English. Um, Twelve. Billion-dollar video right. game character origins. I still have Go. that up on the board. Uh, who is that Pokemon? It basically is just a little description of the Pokemon or uh, their Pokedex entry, and uh, don't have to figure out which Pokemon it is. Uh, I still have a couple animal high keys left uh, on the board as well. And then, of course, Nintendo. I uh, still got some facts on Nintendo and their games so the, that is still on the board i uh lance one yeah is that what i heard okay uh lance first up on the board which one would you like to hit first well i gotta hit the category that's new so translate this anime move the one that i <laughs> thought would be great i'm glad you actually did it i i tried my best so don't don't get mad at me okay for what i did <laughs> which one uh 300 300. Getsuka Tensho translates to what? A. Nightmare Slash. B. Moonblade Slash. C. Lunar Edge Cutter. Or D. Moon Fang. Yes, sir. Uh, Plinchy, you have buzzed in first. What is your answer? Moon Fang Heaven Piercer? You are correct. It is the Moon Fang Hell Heaven yeah. Piercer. This is the move from the Bleach series. It is a powerful energy blast that is usually used by Ichigo. Uh, okay, Flinchy, you have one first. Uh, so you are first up on the board. What animated would you like to talk about <laughs> to get us started? Um. Oh, gosh. What happened this uh, week? I'm trying to remember what... Not as good as about, last um, week. Uh, Heavenly Delusion. Okay. I don't think anything too crazy. I 
my memory's so fuzzy. Oh wait, the babies with no- oh my god, so much happened. The babies with the babies weird with faces. no faces. Um, oh, I definitely Frog girl. had. Holy shit! <laughs> Every time something happens and it's new information, the theory in my head scrambles like. Uh, Isagi's fucking puzzle piece and it has to rearrange <laughs> itself in real time <laughs> as I'm processing stop, stop. shit. Yep. But man, I, I love the the dialogue for the show. It's been very, it's not nothing too crazy. It's very simple, but everything that they say and they do and act, the show does a really good job of just feeding information. Obviously, they're doing it strategically. Um, yep. Like most shows to keep you Little in. Drips. But yeah, it's still like people will make offside comments that give you a lot of context like we we already know this tomato paradise shit is some kind of orphanage or facility to experiment on kids that's fact now yeah. uh, there's no denying it but no one said anything but then uh there's i think they're the security people and mm -hmm. they're watching the two girls kiss and they're like why are they doing that we've never taught them that so that literally confirms that they're raising these kids from in isolation if that wasn't Tess I mean, it was obvious, babies. But it's nice to have that like offside yeah. what i call like npc dialogue and comments that you're like ah okay, ah, okay lore building sealed it yep we're getting a better idea of what everything writing. is yeah, yeah. so also she wasn't the fucking uh person that they were trying to catch that set off the uh, alert. That set off the alarm. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah, oh shit, she got caught. Still. But she wasn't the one that got caught. And then there was that boy that was sick, and then he died. Huh, and I'm fine. like, what's his connection? Because I, I don't, I don't remember him whatsoever from the first three episodes. So he just he was there. He was there, he, but wait, I don't remember him at all. We saw someone with the same disease. Was that the kid? Was was there another person with that disease? I honestly can't. We we I vividly remember like the black um the black spread. spots. I don't know if that's from uh whatever we've seen it before. Uh, it might be the boy. Like might, he's just might be the same kid. Been there looking out the window and looking at the kids playing while he's dying. Yeah, and he's got a super crush on Tokyo, and she fucking friend zoned him died. and he died from that so yeah fucking it's it's fucking wild the the like pupubescent uh level mm. of just like just learning everything on the go and they're like all these like not supposed to but they are and it makes me think like oh yeah, yeah super test tube babies you know just someone's fucking... sending someone's nudes to the kids and it wasn't her that did it yep Oh, that conversation so between weird. those two was so weird. It was like, I want you oh, in my yeah. room naked and I want to eat you. And she's like, do you want to chop my pieces, my body up? And I was like, what are you talking about? I, I know they're trying to like to understand their feelings with zero education. Exactly. Mm -hmm. She's going so, as blunt as she can because that's just yeah. the way that you actually wants, want to but... eat me. And I was like, this is already like, is that even funny anymore? Like that, that's a joke you yes. say uh just just to get like a ha ha but that was just like straight up like oh yeah fine you can eat me i don't really understand or know to not say that i don't think she was no. like you can eat me she's just like what do you mean yeah she was just like is this inquiring? what you mean <laughs> i don't know what why would you want to lick like you want to chop me up and cook me like you, are you weird 
Weird. She was also like deadpan. She was too, also weird. But yeah. This whole uh, school is definitely weird. Definitely the whole oh, the ignorance and the uh, the outside. So yeah. weird. But I like how as we're going through the series, they're like both sides of this yeah. world. It's like taking turns being the weird one. Like uh Kuriko and Maru, they were kind of the normal storyline for this week. I mean, they just <laughs> killed the uh, the fish with hands and I thought that was really interesting. That with weed. With weed. Soaked it all up and no more hands. So uh, Kiriko is like almost, that's like Deku level status of perceiving <laughs> what is in front of you and the awareness yeah. and being able to uh, break it down and make a, a strategy out of <laughs> it. That was. Yari Yari Sagi. Yeah, so many imagery. main shonen protagonists uh, nowadays have that kind of. Uh, trait where they can just break down everything in front of them, be able to make a sound strategy out of it, calm and collected. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty crazy, to say the least. Especially since now that I know that it's the boy, and we got that scene with him, and he's kind of hot blooded in those scenes where he just like he saw like his his Spike Spiegel brother like going to fight a monster. He was like, "I'm gonna go get him. I I got this gun. I've been practicing. I'm gonna shoot and kill them." And he's very like gung ho, and he wants to protect like his family and stuff like that. And now he's just like a cool as a cucumber, you know. Like he's not rushing into anything. He he understands yeah. the situation and uh, grown. It's it's saved them quite a bit in this series already. So uh, okay, buzzers are cleared. Plenty you are on the board. What trivia question would you like to hit next? Um billion dollar video game character origins for 100 yes it is our daily double uh you got it so you can pass the daily double on to lance or you can take it yourself don't look at the prompt then that that prompt's different than what i just explained so uh i will pass (laughs) yeah you're gonna pass okay i'm gonna pass yeah take it away that's fucked up (laughs) uh hold on a sec there it is i vividly remember saying that this was going to be your strategy when you get the daily double yeah it's okay if i do it gotcha uh okay so the daily double works is that if lance gets this question right uh he gets to pick back-to-back animes to talk about if it gets it wrong uh plenty will be able to get the the back-to-back so pressure or anything no pressure (laughs) I believe in you. So you think I'm not going to get this, huh? So here's the question. It works either way. Okay. Uh, Character naming in video games is everything. Don't be shocked, but what was the original name of Pac-Man when it was first released in Japan in 1980? A. Packetman. B. Puckman. C. Pakuman. Or D. Paku Paku. Oh, this is like some... uh, The devil's in the words here. You didn't need to buzz in. Is is your question? Your question alone. <laughs> uh, I, I just like dramatic uh, noise. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, oh shit! That's a tricky one. This is a trick question. That's why it's a daily double. Ooh. Okay. First release in Japan, so that's a. They would name it a Japanese word, but was the intent? Is that? Like the pronunciation is correct because I know how to pronounce it. 
But what were they trying to say? And that would be B, Puckman. They were trying to say Puckman. You are correct. It is Puckman. The finished oh, game was... Hey, good job. Thank you, Scott Pilgrim. You taught me something useful. Aside from bread makes you fat. Jesus. Uh, the designers thought this would suit the intended American market, as the character design also resembled a hockey puck. However, before the American release, the design team realized the arcade game consoles could be easily vandalized and the P could be turned into an F. Uh, okay, good job, Lance. Uh, you weren't you weren't fooled. Uh, that was good by that, that question. Definitely clever. So, congratulations! You are the first daily double winner. That means you get two animes to talk about back to back. Let's hear the first one you want to talk about. Uh, ranking of Kings. Let's go. Okay, ranking of the kings. Uh, what do you want to talk about? It's mid. Yeah. It's so sad, but it's so mid. I wanted, I wanted to see what's what's Boji and and Kage going to be doing, you know, after the end of season one. But all of a sudden, they're all flashbacks. Yeah, they're all flashbacks, like uh, you know, like those little side chapters that naruto would just insert mm-hmm. to like yeah. fill the gaps and uh you know on one hand it's nice to see um uh kage and bochi like uh see what they were doing because they did do a fat time skip during yeah the training arc and you know there's other events that were happening that we didn't focus on throughout the story yeah they were like traveling to other areas it took them a while yeah. to get there bochi seems to be really late to and kage seems to be really late to a lot of events yeah. that happen uh, throughout the series <laughs> yeah that's right really <laughs> but uh it's good that they left these out because they would have if they yeah. were yeah you know set in the the timeline when they're supposed to appear it definitely would have been distracting um uh-huh. yeah kill the pace the really badly. best thing about um ranking of king season one for me was you know aside from the great action and um the the story and characters the the fighting was so good but um uh, the pacing was excellent and mm-hmm. ranking of kings actually yeah. is a pretty airtight and small story i think it takes place yeah. like aside from yeah. like the training art taking how long did bochi train a month I, yeah Something like a like month that. or so uh, they skipped all that overall everything was like in like within the, the year actual... uh like everything that happened and traveling and Saving and the like, kingdom. say, like the last half when they actually confront um, uh, the Knight Brother, who's just going, uh, who's immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, that was yeah, like all the same. That day. happened on like one day, and uh, it was just nonstop yeah. action and suspense. Um, people getting fucked. Yeah, people getting, getting fucked losing up. Limbs. Healing, just healing, like your <laughs> life depends on it. Because it mm-hmm. does. Uh, it was a great show, and. Uh, yeah. They benefited from not having too much distractions. And so on one hand, you know, I'm very happy to see these kind of episodes. On the other hand, maybe it'd been good as like a Blu-ray like bonus. I think it would have been okay as OVAs. Yeah. Like honestly, the stuff they did in the first two episodes, I can smash that into one episode. Yeah. You know, like 10 minutes each, you know, they all get like the little core uh storyline and stuff like that. But yeah, you're definitely right. I I must have misread how they worded it, but I honestly thought this is going to be like brand new story after uh, the ending of the first season. So this I thought they were just going to go We've like never. We didn't I, know any of this happened <laughs> for yeah, sure. I, I, I thought I thought Bochi was just going to like you know like find a treasure map, and I thought like him and Kage were like 
we're gonna go find that treasure and it's just like a journey of them uh going through like different regions following the map meeting all these different people along the way to finally get to the mm-hmm. treasure which is their friendship of course and the journey they went along the way you know that's 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 what i thought but uh side stories are okay <laughs> oh do you think that we're actually going to get to the point where we get to after season one or do you think it's all just it. going to be side story there, i think there's a chance eh, i think they'll tease season two but the problem is is that i don't know how far it is in japan because i know the english translation has been lagging quite behind on uh, osama ranking so there's like they're like way way ahead but honestly in terms of english translation manga we're not that far ahead like it like we're still on the the arc that happens right after the end of the anime like oh. we're still going through it it's been a long treacherous road uh to finish this arc from from what i've been reading since the since the anime ended it's been painful i i I appreciate what Wit Studio has done with with uh, Osama ranking because they really cut out a lot of fat to like get to the point where like the manga is like very like long winded and is really like it's almost like similar chapters like back to back just Bochi and Kage being or uh, being like late and it's just like everyone just has to talk and just like keep talking to each other because they're still trying to get to the point where the conflict is happening and then they finally get there like three chapters later. Uh, and I just felt like could have just fucking cut all that out and got them there right then and there. But uh, that's how it goes, I guess. So I don't know. I don't. I I want to say their preview season two, but I don't even know if season two is de- in the works or in the thought process yet for them. So probably not. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Okay. Uh, let's move on to another anime, Lance. That daily double. Gives you another one. The double. Pokemon. Let's go. Pokemon. All right. What is there to talk about with Pokemon this week? Um, the crew. The ending. Yeah. <laughs> the ending. Getting to know the crew and but okay. First, I want to talk about the getting to know the the crew and um the antagonistic group. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a great job um establishing all of them in one episode. Um, I gotta look up all their yeah. names. Uh, but we talked about Fork and Knifehead, uh, Chef. He's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, yeah, fucking yeah, Himbo's Himbo character. I love God, him. I love a I love a Himbo that knows how to cook. But this guy is <laughs> he's cool. He seemed. Uh, I think everyone yeah. on this um this Pokemon team or this Pokemon ship team seems like a really fun character and uh, different than say like the lab um assistants from journeys like they were cool but i don't know yeah. any of their names um after the entire yeah. season i'm expecting i'm gonna really um uh, be attached to these guys and they could have uh some fun stories yeah for sure because they their jobs are more apparent yeah. in this one like you like murdoch is the cook right and they're all very specialized um, yeah uh molly is like yeah she's the uh the doctor and you know just there's just so many like uh different types of jobs we're like the lab assistants i mean they're both lab assistants and we know what lab assistants do they just watch pokemon and you know data entry so 
uh, it's not really much for them to go off on there. But everyone has a role in this this ship, which, which is this ship is fucking cool. Yeah. By the way, I love Total Howl's moving the fact that like the wings are out set up. Yeah, and then they like fold the wings in a little bit, and then like the stadium uh, floor comes down, and they can have like a Pokemon battle, and they have like walls uh electric walls to like hold the pokemon in so no one's getting blasted off of the fucking uh into the space that was kind of uh, weird i, I was, was like what's like, the intention behind these walls it's like a steel cage match or something or is it <laughs> just the safety like, of pokemon battles so um but i but i like the idea of that because now i know that uh as Liko is traveling with these people and roy too when he jumps into the storyline right that there's, there's going to be a lot of training sequences on that court. And now I know that there's a central location that like, it's going to be special to them uh, to come back there to learn not only about Pokemon, but just about life itself. Cause I feel like freed is definitely one of those uh, mentor types, yeah. even though he doesn't, you know, tell them anything. He's, he's definitely kind of not the in a way. Uh, classic, the mentor um, companion, but uh Yeah. Yeah, as the episode went on, I was really convinced. Okay, this is this guy's gonna be Brock, um, but more than yeah, more than he's kind of like a big brother. He's so. gonna be, I think, like the the goal character, the one who's um, the main characters will get to be as good as him. Yeah, for sure, because he's the best they got. He's the captain. He's the leader. Uh, I think there's something about respecting and following him, and then realizing that you gotta beat him and suppress him to be able to continue on with uh, whatever journey, whatever dream that you have uh, down the road. So uh, I'm excited to see how that shapes out. Uh, the antagonistic team. I was, um, I'm not entirely sold on Amagil. I, I didn't even know that was his name, mm. but um, I think the, the female companion was surprisingly like, yeah Kunia. like funny yeah she was really cute, cute and funny um i like her wrap towel <laughs> uh hairdo that yeah. she has oh it looks like fucking enjoy it this is definitely a case of uh you know the usual just like in heavenly delusion the with withholding what's really going on um yeah because they don't seem they like don't seem bad people bad bad definitely guys not. yeah so what's really going on with them just different goals also, like we have, well, we we had like a certain name for our group. It was like something Volt Tackle or uh, something like that. Vol Voltic. Um, I remember. Yeah, so that's Voltic, the um, yeah. uh, team Voltic, which uh, that's the Japanese name for Volt Tackle, and it's a reference to another oh. uh, video game that Game Freak made, where um, the main character—that's his uh, electric move that he uses. Anyways, the more yeah. you know. Anyways. Like the fact that they have a team name and then like these guys, uh, I, I think they mentioned their team name too. I don't remember uh, what they said, but like everyone's like in their own group. So I'm wondering like, is there like some kind of competition or is there like a race or uh, is this like research groups and they're all trying to compete for something? Uh, there, there's something about being in teams like that, which is like very different from just being in part of an organization. Yeah. Uh, per se like i feel like these three are just these three they're not part of like some some big overall like team rocket type organization where they uh where they report to but i mean not sure about that i could one. be wrong 
Um, their uniforms yeah. seem a little bit too structured to be. We're just a gang of our own. Um, Dude, they even they even transform too. They fucking like smacked a Ben Ten watch on, and then they fucking oh, yeah. like all change into like their evil outfits. I was like, damn, that's and what's pretty up cool. with the mom too. But nothing better than Team Rocket. Uh, she hires mercenaries with an airship to protect her kid. That's what we'll find yeah, out next week. Really maybe. interesting. I'm excited. Setup. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm willing to talk. I'm ready to talk about the Poké Rap. Uh, <laughs> <so>, yeah, <laughs> okay. the it was cute. That was so cool. That was so, so cute. That was so much fun. Uh, that they brought the Poké Rap back. Mm-hmm. God, it's been five generations. I think since Gen Four. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no, Gen Five had one too. So three generations. I don't think Gen Six had one or seven. I don't remember. Um, and I don't remember Gen, eight having one Gen either. Gen Five's Poké Rap. It was really bad. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, new crew, new rap. Correctly. I like that. I like yeah. that the the characters wrapped it. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah. So, uh, really excited to see how everything goes uh, with this one. Uh, okay, with that, uh, back on the board. I have clear buzzers. Uh, Lance, you. You got the last question right, so uh, which one would you like to hit next? Uh, let's do Who's That Pokemon. have been on a pretty big Pokemon high right now. Uh, yeah. 400. 400. Which of these Pokemon can instantly identify any kind of plant? A, Tangrowth, B, Roserade, C, Meganium, or D, Breloom? Lance, yeah, buzzed in first. Uh, C, Meganium. You're correct. It is Meganium. Uh, Meganium is a grass-type Pokemon that is known for its healing abilities and connection to nature. Its Pokedex entry describes it as being able to instantly identify any kind of plant, which can be useful for finding medical herbs or identifying poisonous plants. That seems like such a useful ability for the worst grass starter. That's the Chikorita? (laughs) Yeah, it's the Chikorita. Yeah. Okay. The Chikorita one, yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay, Lance, back on the board. Which one, which anime would you like to talk about next? Um, I want to talk about um, Magical Destroyers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not one I thought you picked. How did you like it, Lance? I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was good. I liked it. It was, good. it was so much better than the first one. It survives I another think week. The, what made it good was that the protagonist was like gone for almost the entire episode they just focus entirely you know from yeah. anarchy's perspective and she's mm-hmm. um she's actually a really um you know a capable protagonist on her own right and i found when i found when yeah. the swirly glasses guy came in it was actually really distracting kind of took me out of it because they actually have a they have a narrative <laughs> with her i think otaku hero is just yeah otaku hero is just kind of like the standard right like uh, it's something the girls can fall back onto, but not something that I, they I don't see him uh, necessarily the need to I, venture out. He feels further. like a um, uh, what's the word? Uh, An audience? Yeah, insert? the audience is just yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, you move him from the plot. Anarchy actually runs the show fine on her own, and um, pretty good. Blue, yeah, she's a really good straight Blue man. Blue is actually not as stupid as I thought. I thought she'd be darkness level stupid, but she's actually. The smart nah. one, 
the most mature. She's a smart one. She just chooses to be stupid. Uh, With like, she's a quirky (laughs) smart one. Yeah. Yeah. I just like how at the ending when everything got solved, she was like, I knew it was gonna turn out this way, and then fucking, yeah. you know, they they beat pink. That can I'm be like, portrayed as smart, or fuck she's just a, a just true, lucky. true shithead, a fucking yeah. liar. Yeah, like, yep, <laughs> had completely yeah. no idea. Also, the yep, the intentional voiceover translation. <laughs> oh, for Gaga! I'm Gaga. so happy. Gaga. So happy that they ran with it the whole time, and this is the standard. And I'm not gonna get to hear. Pink no, but they stopped girl. it at the end. Did they? They 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 translated for her after they like uh defeated her and she like said like a couple lines and then blue translated for her. And she didn't she didn't say uh any lines. I was like that's weird. Now now do they have to translate for her overall yeah, or is that I we're just took like a that as thing? uh they're pretty selective in their comedic timing with that cuz sometimes Maybe it'd be funnier if they just let her not uh, be unintelligible and then someone yeah. else translates for her. So it's more shocking what she said. Um, but like yeah. in more serious moments, they clearly wanted her to you to hear what she was saying. So yeah. it went both ways. It was interesting how sense. they let- ch- chose to do it. Yeah, I, I'm honestly it, watching the trailer and watching the opening. I was like, I'm here for pink haired girl. I want to know what they do with the mask and... I'm really happy with the trio now, especially learning about blue, red. Now we got pink, and they're close. Blue tr- can understand the gobos. So <laughs> I love characters like that. Her transformation scene, fucking blue transformation scene. Oh was my god, the, Holy the, the transformation scenes. Like her spine the coming parody. out, and she yeah. was like, it's worth yeah. everything. Fucking wild. Uh, and her uniform is the best she's got the best she looks transformation great, yeah. clothes out yeah. of three of them i'm kind of disappointed with pink but i wonder if it was on purpose the fact that her her transformation is just she gets a cape and a belt uh to go along with her clothes her clothing so it's like not really much of a transformation mm-hmm. but the other two i mean anarchy's in a fucking dress so yeah like that's the biggest like change from her usual outfit to her magical outfit. So I, I hope there's just more action. Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. forget about the plot, forget and making any mm-hmm. sense. You gotta be as fucking weird as that opening animation where it's just fucking haywire and uh it just goes balls to the walls. And I, I think we'll have a decent season. I mean, mm-hmm. it, most people are not agreeing with that with the 6.82 on my anime oh, list. Yeah. But I mean, what do people rank uh, anti stocking? Because that's almost the same vibes i'm getting this anime yeah. feels like a parody on panty stocking uh just absolute absurdity garter belt garter belt is the first word of that anime uh panty G-A-R-T-R. stocking and garter belt oh panty stocking is the first one. Oh, panty and stocking with girl so stupid 7.72 yeah i definitely feel like this uh anime is parroting trigger yeah yeah. And I bet you know they're gonna fight in space in the end somehow. If they do, I feel like that would be way too on the nose. <laughs> I know. Right now they're like treading that so- line of yeah, this is maybe trigger. It's pretty much trigger, and all the sexual innuendos to the max. Well, trigger's also made like really raunchy, funny, yeah, shit. So yeah, yeah. 
They go to space. I mean, just... let's not forget this is this is otaku culture, so there will yeah, be mechas, yeah. there will be space battles, there will be anything and everything in between yeah. that you can think about otaku's. They'll they'll try to fit this in. I, I don't see why they wouldn't uh, do that because that's the way we roll. You know, that's the way we're gonna fight. We're gonna defeat these aliens government what well, i don't know i still don't understand government. why they have government the, definitely the government yeah i think it's just government what kind Faceless of robots cops. um yeah so we're gonna defeat them with otaku uh related things because they're trying to take away our otaku related things so uh definitely interesting to see so but hey i'm glad i'm glad lance is on board now that means another week hell yeah uh for this one uh now i'm for sure i can play two episodes because i think we're behind a week uh we can uh, fully catch up on it so uh okay lance it is your train baby what's the next category you want to hit nintendo for 200 nintendo for 200 all right i clear your buzzers okay which of the following characters was not originally planned to be included in super smash bros for the nintendo 64 a luigi b jigglypuff c captain falcon or D Ness. Uh, Lance, you buzzed in first. Uh, B Jigglypuff. You are correct. It is Jigglypuff. It was not originally planned to be included in the Smash Bros. Uh, roster. However, during development, the game director Masahiro Sakurai decided to add a few more characters uh, after seeing how popular the character had become in the Pokemon anime. Yeah, I remember Jiggly. Um, the anime was coming out just as Super Smash Bros. sixty four came out. Yeah. And Jake the Puff was a huge side character in that first mm-hmm. uh, season. So, okay, Lance, this is your train, baby. What's next? Um, I guess it's time to talk about uh, Witch from Mercury. Okay. Holy shit! What happened? Um, we made it to the promised lands. What happened? Oh my god! Oh, look, he's, right. he's on. He he's on the cast yeah. list right. again. Look at that! They finally well, added him because they confirmed well, he's but, not you know dead in a ditch oh, somewhere. Man, the ending. I mean, he kind of might as well be. So, Ghoul cool. is um, it's kind of like the main thing that's holding me together for this anime. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I, I could really care less at this point about all the the friends that they made at um, high school. Um, but yeah. I'm all down for um, mm-hmm. son killing father trauma. Like that's a timeless enjoyment yep. that anybody can get down for. And, uh, well, <laughs> speaking from experience, well, you know, anyways, yeah. <laughs> enough about the me. 180 that he does, nothing too incriminating yeah, to go like, so high and then just straight to the bottom, yeah. Um, but but it humbled him a little bit, like the fact that that girl died in his arms that only means he becomes better. Uh, or from he that. gets like, super now, traumatized. Now it seems like he's... More. Or he gets yeah. super traumatized. I think he's going to train with that dude. Uh, with the Pidgeotto haircut guy. Oh, yeah. And then just become like a mercenary for the Earthians. Which is probably the last thing his dad wanted him to yeah, become. Yeah, well, so, he wanted to go uh, back to... He wanted to go somewhere that's related to his family's company. And it sounds like his goal yeah, is to... I think he wanted the truth of everything. Just find the, the truth. truth it sounded like he just wanted it back like he he wants things back because he wants to be as close to his dad again or as close as he can and that's probably making his company not go bankrupt oh, oh i thought he's wanted to learn because i mean daddy was like dead dead right yeah. so 
Yeah. And the only way that he can keep anything tangible of his dad is the company. That's why he's like, where can I go here? It just sounded. Yeah. Because honestly, I was thinking, oh, it'd be nice if he sued the Earthians. And then that didn't really make sense to me. Because like you said, his dad wouldn't want that. And now that his dad's died because of him, he's seems like he's obsessed now with making keeping that connection there's a lot of family fucking issues in this show that's just gundam in general do you forget that you had a brother that's why, why don't he you probably find your forgot. brother he's so first. fucked up right now like your brother <laughs> he's still there well i mean he's almost yeah. dead no i mean oh, like these right. brothers don't have any relationship that's another thing that i wish they had touched on in the first yeah, that's season weird too. what is their relationship because it seems like the brother just kind of hates ghoul a uh, ghoul do you think one of them is adopted oh absolutely no they're like, they, no? You think they're you think they're related by blood? I think so. I think they would have mentioned it by now. And if not, then that would be such a emotionally exhausting hurdle to get through at this point because Gwell has enough trauma. Mm. I don't really care about the younger brother if not for him to be just an antagonistic, like, no, brother, you won't take the company. What do you mean you killed father? Fuck you. Like, that's, that's kind of how I see the younger yeah. brother being used. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What else happened? We didn't really uh, touch on Suleta and Miyoti in this episode. It was... No, it was, it was definitely cool, a yeah, ghoul type yeah. heavy. And episode. then Mika too was getting the shit kicked out of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drama. Um, I mean, it was common. She literally fucked yeah. over. She did. She's in uh, a hard that spot. Group, so. She can't win no matter yeah. what she does. Nope. So, but I mean... Still good that they remembered that though. I thought yeah, they were no. gonna kind of like that she's being punished for her actions now. Is uh yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I'm you know mm-hmm. most interested. In. Uh, yeah, this girl is interesting. She also wears Nora. uh short shorts really well. Is the other thing I thought throughout the episode. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, she was kicking the shit out of you're like, oh, those are yeah. nice short shorts. <laughs> so Gloria. uh yeah, Yuki always voicing her man. I. When she gets to one of these like more rough characters, it's fucking fantastic because I truly felt the pure anger yeah. she had uh, and her blaming her. her for Sophie's death, even though like we all no, know yeah, for Sophie damn sure Sophie, Sophie was gonna. Sure. Yeah. yeah, she went AWOL Josh for no reason other than real, yeah. you know. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited to see her storyline now because now you know Sophie's gonna be like her only attachment to to anything in this world now that now that's gone now she's unhinged how is that gonna f- like bite us in the ass down the road because she's gonna be one of those really annoying characters that just keeps gonna keep coming back and coming back mm-hmm. and uh how do we get out of that situation oh, every single like time the twin she, brother she comes Golden at us Kamui keeps getting parts of him blown off oh so that's what i <laughs> yeah. liked about golden Kamui and what i'm starting to appreciate now with mercury with guels of the the building of the character, the setup. Yeah. Like, this is who mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, it's whatever they're kids. And we've talked about it. Like, we're waiting for this. It's fucking happening. Yeah, the payoff yep. is finally coming. War mm-hmm. changes people. Except Saletta. Yeah, except for Saletta. She's, I mean, she has uh, She has her sibling to always, you know, speak words of comfort to her. Oh! So, she's, so she's not allowed to change. Oh! Eddie! She isn't. Yeah, Eddie! It's very sad. As long as Ari says it's okay, it's okay for her. I wonder so. how long she can possibly keep that going, though, because yeah, as much keep as I, going. yeah, uh, Suleta just being hunky dory and happy. Oh, 
she's I mean, totally yeah. unfazed by everything. Even after killing um Sophie, I'm pretty sure that she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's gonna take like a huge like that like monologue from Mirone or or Nika. someone from the Earthian yeah. group to yeah to just snap her back into reality. Oh, this is gravity. So, uh, what? That's, I don't know. It, it's going to be like one of those like key moments down the line. Maybe like around the end of season two, where like shit's just going haywire, and then Mirana is like, "What are you doing? Stop killing people! Are you? What's wrong? With, why are you smiling?" And you know, it's just going to be like it has to take someone that she loves to really snap her into. Does she love them uh, though? I, I feel like that's going to happen when someone finds out. Probably soon, the truth about the Gundam Ariel. Yeah, and like, I mean, so like, yeah, hey, Riori's gonna learn. Like, you talk to the thing next you week. You realize that's a real person. <laughs> that your mom basically took your yep. older sister and converted her to a thing, and now she's trapped in yeah. there, and you're using her. You think about that, Saleta, yeah. and Saleta's gonna be like, "Oh, mom." How did you do this? I know. I, but Ari says it's okay. She loves I hope it in that there. That's what happens. I'm not sure though. I'm not sure. Gonna when, yeah, it's gonna be a fucking train wreck regardless. Was it two episodes ago when when that was revealed with the little sister and the other ladies like you're sick or whatever? Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. Before that reveal, the mom says something like, "It's usually impossible, and it's because Suleta isn't piling it." My first theory, like it immediately, I was like, "Oh shit." I thought that the mom was piloting the Gundam the whole time. That's why she had the helmet. With her helmet. Yeah. yeah. And then immediately she's like, nope, it's the daughter. And I was like, oh, shit. Ew. <laughs> what the fuck? That's worse. Yep. Somehow worse. But they so but they up. were doing it to advanced technology. It was the only way. To, uh, you don't uh, understand. This is going to save the world somehow. What's the point? Why? What's the point of doing all this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. World domination. And s- what does the mom That's say? That's all she's I can like, think of. Sulita isn't, she's not in any danger or something. Like, she's not actually fighting war. It's just sparring. It's fine. So I wonder what the mom That's why she sends her to the school. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she can learn Get to spar experience. and she doesn't have to. Is that life or death? <sighs> yeah. But Spot. everywhere she goes is life or death at that point. So, uh, okay. Uh, back on the board. Cleared the buzzers. Uh, Lance, you won the last round. You're on a roll today, my friend. Which one would you like to hit next? Hell yeah. Uh, Animal Haiku 500. Animal Haiku for 500. (laughs) Strong legs bound across. A wide brown land eating all. Grasses it can find. Do you know the name of this animal? A, dingo. B, kangaroo. C, lion. Or D, Tasmanian tiger. Um... You have us then first. What is your answer? Kangaroo? You are correct. It is kangaroo. Kangaroos move slowly while grazing by balancing on their tails and their small front paws. Do kangaroos eat grass? I did not know that. They're the only ones that aren't obvious carnivores on the list. Oh, I thought Tasmanian tiger uh, just kind of. Oh, I thought that was Tasmanian devil. I was like, they just eat everything, right? (laughs) (laughs) Everything. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay. Plinchy, finally mm, mm, mm. wedge yourself in on, I think it was like a four-question wind streak there for Lance, so uh, good stuff. What would you like to talk about next? Well, I think 
much as I like Hell's Paradise, I want to talk about Skip to Loafer, specifically the the insight into the male characters, like true personality and what he's actually been hiding. I thought that was great, the way that they did it. And the voice acting, when he shifted his voice and he's like, hey, you don't understand. You need to back the fuck off and stop asking me questions. Take a hint. I was like, oh, shit. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I uh, I started reading it, so I'm like mm-hmm. a little bit ahead. I think I'm a couple episodes ahead now. So pretty good. It's pretty wholesome. A lot, a lot of these characters definitely have uh, still a lot to offer, unpack baggage wise. Oh, because uh, you only scratch at the surface oh, of right. Shima, Egashira, uh, the the red haired girl. She's something to unpack as well. But they're they're like slowly unpacking it. It's like these little events that happen for them. And you know they slowly start connecting each other that way. Kind of, it kind of gives me that Horimiya type vibes, where it's not mm-hmm. like one big event. Obviously, other than the beginning of like uh, Hori and Miyamura, but every little event builds up to become a relationship. And I feel like this is the same way with Skip to Loafer, where they're not looking for the home run hit every single time, like something big happening. It's just all these little things uh, that are big to that one person. Uh, but in this grand scheme of things, it's you know they're just making it bigger than what it seems like. Uh, but it it changes them and it, and it helps open their character up a lot more. And uh, I'm excited to see everything. I I have to say though, I'm not saying the artwork's bad, but it feels more colorful and it pops more in the anime uh, than it feels like uh, in the manga. I know it's black and white and stuff like that, but there are some there are some manga where when you the way they draw and the way they express their characters, you can definitely feel like this vibrant uh, glow and feel to them. And uh, Skip to Loafer, sometimes it has it, but most times it doesn't. I think the anime did a pretty good job of enhancing that uh, when they adapted the series. So uh, kudos to PA Works. You know, they do some pretty good work, especially with colorful anime. Mm. So other than that, though, uh, Murashige, the the blonde girl. Favorite girl. Kind of the babe. perfect girl. What a, what a yeah. What a perfect babe. Yep. Nice. So Sweet. supportive. She's hot. Has a sense of humor. Hot. Yep. Hot. Smart. She's very smart. thoughtful. She, she knows thoughtful. <laughs> uh, thoughtful. Oh, uh, I thought you said like thought, like thought. No, no, definitely not. She's body. too classy for that. <laughs> I was like, whoo, let's go. Um, but yeah, like her her relationship with uh Kurume. The, the yeah. glasses girl. That's that's a that's a side story that I would like to keep venturing into. Just like their slowly uh, evolving relationship. Because uh, I noticed Kurumi is kind of like she likes to. I don't want to say shit talk, but she she has an opinion about a lot of stuff, uh, and she wants, but she doesn't like have anywhere to like vent it out. So she just says it mm-hmm. in her head, kind of thing, and that kind of makes her standoffish. But I think when she starts. Being more friends with uh, uh, with Mitsumi and Murashige, like it's gonna be like she, it's gonna be out in the open. Like she don't, she don't, she's got no filter anymore because she can trust that these two are always gonna uh, be there for her uh, and support her, no matter how uh, pessimistic she can be at times. So uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy that trio of friendship right there. Okay, let me clear the buzzers. I think we got time for two more. So, Plenty, you're back on the board. Oh, where's that? Which category would you like to hit next? Double. Mm, translate this anime move 
Kairu no Tenken translates to what? A. Blazing Dragon Uppercut. B. Fire Dragon's Iron Fist. C. Burning Dragon Fist. Or D. Dragon Fire Knuckle. Uh, Plenty, you have buzzed in first. What is your answer? B. Fire Dragon's Iron Fist. You are correct. It is Fire Damn. Dragon's Iron Fist. It is a Fire Dragon Slayer magic spell used by Natsu Dragon Neil from the anime Fairy oh. Tale. It took iron out of the tech ken. Yeah, somehow. that's a that was a very good catch. Uh, okay, Plenty, back on the board. Mm-hmm. What anime would you like to talk about next? Hell's Paradise. Okay, Hell's Paradise. Uh, that montage we saw of everyone dying uh, was not real and was a dramatic uh, representation of what could happen because purple-haired Kunoichi is alive and she was definitely shown dead last episode. So, Well, the dude she was with is dead. That's that She, she confirms that. Right, but last episode she was one of the people that was shown dead. I think that that wasn't... Um... A possibility. I think that was dramatic, misleading sleight of hand uh, framing of the shot. I think that they, oh, of yeah. her pretending to be dead, and like that's what the scene was when she was taking out the yeah, thing out. So that was uh, yeah, but she was like in the light, so it made it look like she was more important, and she was the one that was dead. But that was the the yeah. Sleight I of really hand. don't like how they showed that montage even more now that she's revealed to be alive. Because that makes yeah. it, that it's, makes me feel like I can't trust what the anime is showing me anymore. And it's not because the characters are deceptive. It's because the director is saying, I want to pull the wool over the viewer's eyes for some reason. Definitely looked at and I didn't catch that her taking, I think there was too much time between the end when that montage happened in the previous episode and when we see her take the sword out of her like left shoulder yeah and even so, that scene was like yeah. three seconds i was like huh what is that there's no blood what is that that yeah. was it yeah i think i think with her that montage she was the only one that wasn't like her scene alone was the only one that wasn't bloody everyone else was kind of like gruesome you can like see the actual death that happened right so red hair guy he got eaten alive you saw that like his half body on the tree uh, we saw the the crazy uh, brother with the scars yeah, and one eye. You know, he was twisting that guy's neck and pretty much like uh, snapped his neck in half. The really weird old guy. So uh, I think that was like what they were trying to say is like, you know, if it wasn't gruesome or you didn't really see anything happen, you know, don't uh, don't get tricked by what you saw. And uh, I mean, she is kind of like the trickster of uh, this series where is she lying is she telling the truth and that's going to become very important down the line because you know she's a companion now so can you trust her can you not trust her uh and she's very conniving in that way yeah i do like yuzuriha as a character um i think the femme fatale is Mm -hmm. uh, always a welcome addition into a death game uh which i think ultimately is the setup we're going for with hell's paradises um you know, mm-hmm. who can outsmart the rest of the pack and be the only... Because when she is... I, I forgot that they established that only one person gets the reward. So, yeah. it's really... <laughs> yeah. Just throw a whole bunch of people in there and then, like, almost incentivize... Incentis- yeah. Make it an incentive for them to kill each other along the way. Um, so, yeah. 
She's really cool. Uh, her design is A plus for the character she is. And yeah, I mean, I've seen so many people were like already like working on their cosplay uh, for her because she's not like too yeah. overly complicated. So and, uh, and Rio yeah, Takahashi, she, she's gonna be very apparent. Just yeah. anything oh turns to gold. Ah. Ah. perfect. Just, just, just perfect. Like a hand, there are a handful of voice actors where it truly feels like you made a deal with the devil, and now yeah, you have an ungodly <laughs> ability. <laughs> yep. Damn you, Matsuoka. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but I'm glad that you guys are starting to see. I wouldn't say like the full picture, but you're starting to see like more mainstays because mm-hmm. you know the, the yeah, last couple of weeks have been just like, like there aren't going to be mainstays and i'm glad to confirm that there is yeah but now there is something yeah there is some kind of like stable platform that we can ride on for the next at least the next couple of weeks and like really venture into this world and this island and figure out what the hell is this island about you know is the elixir real mm-hmm. uh you know or like how are we going to get out of this situation and you know they're not immortal, uh, the villains, you know, like they're, they are as, uh, disposable that as the, the samurai, which is like, I kind of like, because he's like, obviously if we're talking about like in Shonen, uh, world rules, you know, they're, you know, the main villains are always going to be the ones that are going to make it. Cause you know, uh, that they're the ones that are the strongest. Right. And so, mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to see that even some of them are not what they seem. The um, whole, I can't call it a sequence, but the introduction, I guess, to the brother characters. Yeah. I liked how they, is it a reveal? Like this, the the long-haired brother is the younger one and he's shown as the doting, like can't do anything without big bro. Um, Yeah, always behind a shadow. Yeah, it looks like he's about to die and it's like the, oh, brother's leaving me. He, He needs to go so I can die. But it's not that he just, I think he like, the way that he yelled at the, what are we calling the monster? I, I don't know. The way that he yelled monster, at the monster. Demon. I think they like call he, them, I think they call them Oni, like demons. Right. Demons. Yeah. That makes sense. But with a Buddhist, uh, oh, yeah, demon, very demonic. Taoist demon, which is very going to be like, mm-hmm. in terms of like religion, that's like, that, that is everything. This whole oh, idea yeah. is just so... <gasps> Buddhist and Taoist. Yeah, no, the, the whole idea of heavy, like parad- trying to find like Nirvana or Paradise or whatever. Nirvana, mm-hmm. but yeah. So uh, every like a lot of monsters are wearing like uh, beads or they're or like they, they got the, the tags, the spell tags. Yeah, prayer. hands are always praying. They're yeah. saying shit like murder so. is a sin. Like oh Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the younger brother are just like you're in my way. Like he just spat at a child, like super insignificant. Then I was like, oh, great. This is, uh, he's crazy. He's fucking psycho. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah. all crazy. I get, I get it. <laughs> so the kind of lifestyle that they had mm-hmm. to live through as chi- as children. I mean, I think it's fucked up the little brother more than the big brother. The big brother is kind of like, it is what it is. He he's deserves gonna, to be here. Yeah. The, the older brother, but yeah. the younger brother. Hmm. Yeah, pretty sad. That's yeah. an interesting character <laughs> dynamic. I'm looking forward to because in that one moment, you could see that the mm-hmm. little brother he could find the will to uh, carry on for himself, even if the he could envision a world where his older brother abandoned him. Um, but then the older brother, 
show that he's more than willing to come back and save his little brother. That's interesting. Which was like, that's an interesting dynamic for the one that's perceived as dependent. You immediately understand he could live without his brother. And then the one who's seems like he betray anybody to save his own skin. He's independent. He has enough heart to protect his younger brother. Yeah. He'd protect his brother. So I'm really interested to see these two continue on and what becomes of them. Uh Multifaceted characters. Uh, okay. I think we got time for one last one. Okay, buzzes are cleared. Uh, Plenty, you won the last round, so you get the final choice of what category we are gonna do this week. Uh, who is that Pokemon for one hundred? Which of these Pokemon represent resembles a mythical creature with a serpent-like body, dragon-like wings, and a head that looks like a skull? B. Tyranitar, C. Gyarados, or D. Dragonite. Uh, Plenty, you have buzzed in first. Gyarados. You are incorrect. It is not Gyarados. That's right, because everybody knows that the real answer is A. Aerodactyl. Serpent body, my friend. You are incorrect. Uh, it is Tyranitar, the du- dual type rock and dark Pokemon. This question sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very simple one. A head a, shaped uh, like a skull, a uh, serpent-like, serpent-like body, body. with dragon-like wings. A Tyranitar has no wings. It's definitely dragon-like wings, but it's like it's like it's like mane, but like it what sticks out. Oh, Tyranitar. We think about the same dude. That's wings. I think, I think they were like back spikes. Yeah, when when I was looking at that, they were like the back spikes were considered the wings on the. On the Pokedex oh, entry. Head like a skull. So, skull. Yeah, I don't really see that one. But the serpent part was because uh, it's like almost legendary. So it's got like that like reptile serpent. Serpent is body. a snake. Yeah. Not reptile. That's what ChatGPT gave me. So trust <laughs> that's the research it, it, it did. You trusted Chat Can't trust GBT Chat over being a Pokemon master yourself. Oh, the shame. I'm sorry. I I have to set up this entire podcast every week, and I'm still editing episodes. I'm, okay, ChatGPT, save me some I'm time. Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, since you both missed this question, uh, thanks, ChatGPT. Uh, we will end the night. Oh God, I guess with Demon Slayer, because uh, shit is finally going down with Demon Slayer. Uh, we finally get to run into the demons. Look, I love uh, Demon Slayer's like slice of life comedic phases as much as the next guy, but we all know why we're actually watching the show. And I'm <laughs> glad we finally got there. Fight, 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 fight. fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're fighting the upper ranked demons four and five. And I think four is one of my favorite upper ranked demons. The way. Mm. He can split bodies and then become different personalities, and he's he's pretty much like the range of emotions mm-hmm. uh, for every time you split him, and then he has like all these different His powers power depending on what insane. emotion it is. Uh, it's so cool. It's like an anti demon slayer yeah. monster. It's like the DM was and like, "I don't like, like what you're doing. I'm gonna make a monster yeah. that completely counters you." It's you look. Guiding bolt always exactly. works, guys. But what if I made a monster every time you hit him with guiding bolt? just spawns two of them and they're stronger every time <laughs> yeah so uh it's definitely be fun to see how you know tondro and gang are gonna have to think in real time 
and figure out how to defeat this demon, you know, as they're just trying not to die. Because, I mean, they're all getting fucked up the wazoo. Tandro's getting, like, bird, thunder, shot, uh, point blank. Uh, what's his face? The the little brother. Where is, where is he? This guy, Genya. Oh I mean, he God. just got stabbed in the chest after trying to pull fucking, like, a dragon in shin with a, with a sword and a gun. Blah, blah. He didn't. He didn't spin. If he if he had spun, he would <laughs> he would have dodged uh, the and the spear, sword in one another so. hand. Yeah, or is the single yeah, gun superior? Fucking, yeah, block that shit. He's a true yakuza. So, uh, so yeah, so just the just the battle setup, uh, mm-hmm. I think, is really exciting because when it was just the two demons, it's like okay, but there's there's a lot more. Like we got two <laughs> Hashiras this time around, plus uh, two other demon core members. But now it's like oh, this guy can split into four. Because he spent eight. Yeah. Shit, now we're now our hands are fucking full. It's a whole fucking math now problem. it's like yeah, yeah. Now it's like this whole like our life is on the edge again. You know, like if we have the numbers, won't be so bad. But now that we are outnumbered, uh, now you know now the odds are not in our favor. And I always like that about Demon Slayer is that it may seem like we have the upper hand or we planned it or you know we have two Hashiras in the building, so uh, you know we should have better control of things, but. You never know what these demons can do, you know, and we, I don't think anyone has seen or heard about this demon in like 100 plus years. So, uh, there's no information on this guy. There's, there's no way to train for this. Uh, so it's going to be all up to them to adapt and, and try to win this battle. I'm pretty impressed that Akaza number three is supposedly higher ranked than the emotion splitting guy. Because that guy seems so crazy broken that he yep. starts yeah. out as a weak, shriveled up demon. I don't know how the hell he has not been beheaded. He's not constantly letting people behead him because every time he does, he gets stronger and younger. So I guess that implies that he's it's not the personality been, takes over. I guess so. Because he, he's, he's like, oh, I'm so scared. He's just a shriveling old man. Okay, so yeah. maybe, so theory. We don't know anything about him yet, but I can kind of draw the conclusion that uh, he was the sad emotion and all his other emotions, maybe he had a lot of them before, but they were somehow killed and now he's the one who's surviving. So he seems like the original one, but he's just another one of the pack. And now they're splitting again for the first Hmm. time in hundreds of years. Not sure. I don't know if they even age. Because these, yeah, these upper rank demons don't really go out much other than to like feed. Yep. Okay, on so humans, so then? they don't they don't really ever need to like you know go AWOL like he doesn't ever need to split like even just his crying form I'm pretty sure was good enough to get yeah that's the intention shitty lowly human like you know slice my head off look at me I'm so weak yeah not really sure on that at least we know that whenever we kill a demon we get their backstory so yeah Every All questions time. will leave the answer. Probably feel bad for this guy by the end of this trip. Yeah. Sure. I bet the pot guy was like, "Man, I died in a porta potty, so now now oh. I'm always in a pot." Fucking yeah! They just like flipped over the yeah, outhouse and then in the like, he died in he a pot. Died claustrophobic yeah. and stinky. <laughs> yep. Just drink the poo, you idiot. That was pretty vicious the way he killed that guy by just oh yeah swallowing him, into him up and he was still twitching I mean, that was probably and he, yep. he didn't even like 
the body yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, you can see all the bite marks too. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was yeah. uh, like draining the blood, and because it looked all fucked up, yeah, I was like, was "Oh, is mangled. that like the just the bag left over?" You know what I mean? But I think the second shot, I, I could see the holes. I was like, "Oh, yeah, God. yeah, That's so graphic." That was definitely the most graphic kill. <laughs> Oh, and then he's like <laughs> slurping up the flesh in the mouth that isn't talking. I think that's a really they they were really yeah. I really I I disgusting design, but I really like that design. The mm-hmm. mouth and the eyes. Yeah, they're using the the monopoly of this this character's design really well with the with the CG. Honestly, it doesn't look bad at all. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Anything else about Demon Slayer? Oh, um. So Scarface. Um, oh, the younger brother? Kenya. With the gun? Yeah, gun bro. So we don't know who his older brother is, right? It is one of the Hashira. They have the same last name. It oh, is. is it the Win Hashira? But I don't know. I don't remember if they... Okay. Yeah, it's the Win Hashira. Well, but I don't remember was... if they said it well, in they've the They've said it. They said it? Okay, yeah. Okay. So it's the Win Hashira. They... I just didn't want to spoil like, it. Oh, accident. Kenya, blah. I wonder if he's related to Hashira, blah. Oh, I didn't catch and that. They've mentioned it, but um, yeah. Um, I only guessed the one Hasha because they both have, have fucked up faces. I wonder if, yeah, yep, I, yep, that's also. I wonder yeah. if that's like, yeah, <laughs> runs in the family. But runs um, in the family, yep. So he is interesting? Question mark because his teeth grew back. <laughs> so you saw it wrong, Lance. <laughs> never yeah. happened. It never happened. Apparently. Forget about Tanjiro it. Tanjiro just got someone else's tooth. Oh God, and he just kept it on him? Tanjiro. Yeah, that was... Uh, Good boy. <laughs> I thought you'd want it back. He picked it up so he can bring it back pocket. to its owner. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was weird. This whole time, he kept it. <laughs> so, yeah. I gotta keep a tooth from my friend, my bro. I don't even know you, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. I don't even like you. Get yeah. out of my face. Yeah. The amount of hate that he has for Tanjiro, and he still fucking comes back like a like a puppy but uh yeah that guy is uh curious that a human has regenerative abilities and he's definitely not dying from being stabbed in the stomach and he's got a gun and he's got a gun yep pew 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 um uh okay with that uh that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast uh, thank you very much for watching or listening to this week's episode. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, share, follow, uh, do everything you can to help support the podcast. We really appreciate uh, all the support. Um, new old episodes are still coming out. New episodes are out sometime between Wednesday through Friday. Uh, I'm hoping this week would be Wednesday because we filmed this on Monday. Um, if you want to check out some of the live streams that we do uh, every Wednesday night, uh, around 7 or 8 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we do live streams on YouTube. Uh, currently, we're just killing time until uh, Tears of Kingdom comes out uh, for Zelda. So right now, we are doing some Pokemon Rental Randomizer uh, for Stadium 2. I am not looking forward to this coming Wednesday <laughs> to play that again. So I'm hoping I can find another <laughs> game. How much times can you possibly play that torturous game? How many Until combinations of the shitty Pokemon can you possibly stomach? Until I win. Until, yeah. I went through 11 teams la- last week. So uh, what's another 20 more? But yeah, so uh, we do have that. 
uh, Let's Plays of Dog and Robot 2 or uh, V3, Sonic 06, Super Mario, um, Project Games Garden. Uh, we got a lot on the YouTube channel for you to consume. Uh, and I think that's about it. Um, so with that, it's time for us uh, to head out. Uh, so we'll see you guys here. Same week time, same week place, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.